It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Thank you, Little Big Town, the National Anthem. Casey, good morning. Good morning. Happy post-Easter weekend. Good morning, Meat. Good morning. Great to be here this morning. It's still uh, stupid cold outside. Yeah. What's up with that? Kind of sick of it. Yesterday, we were, you know, we put the eggs in the yard for the kids and did that whole Easter egg hunt thing. I looked at the temperature and I was like, 48. Sweet. Kind of sprinkly and rainy. Gross. Yeah. Awesome. You just never know. Like last year, it was 80 on Easter. I remember sitting outside the entire day. Like, I was on the river a week ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, yeah. in the yeah. sun. The up and down uh, roller coaster of temperatures in, in St. Louis and the Midwest is not fun. But Casey and I will be going to Jamaica this weekend. Whatever. Just in time for the good weather to hit St. Louis. Yeah, right? It's supposed so, to be 80 you're welcome. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, something like that. Yeah. But uh, you're going to beautiful Louisville, Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> going on the bourbon trail. So I'll fun. text you guys. I'll send you some pictures. Yeah. Oh, fun. we'll send you some pictures. Oh, I bet you will. Pictures, <laughs> video, so much on the way. Uh, let's get to let's get today started. We all had our fill of family time this weekend. That's uh, safe to say. Some takeaways about weird traditions we have surrounding Easter, I think. Uh, why meat will never be a father. Nope. And, of course, uh, Remy versus Casey. This week, we've got Cardinals tickets up for grabs as well as Brad Paisley tickets, and we'll do that in the 8 o'clock hour. It's Florida Georgia Line. Tim McGraw now. May we all on 92.3 WIL. Good morning. 92.3 WIL, new country for the SCL. It's Remy and Casey. You guys got your taxes done? Check. Done. Done. And Filed. In. today is the day. If you do not have your taxes done by tomorrow, you're late. And then the IRS is going to start coming for you or whatever they do. Uh, when <laughs> you imagine late. like a SWAT team pounding on your door? <laughs> you didn't pay your taxes. I'm I pretty- need $154 right now. We think. I'm pretty sure yesterday <laughs> at Easter, I caught Gingerbread Man's dad asking Gingerbread Man, hey, you turn your taxes in? And <laughs> Gingerbread man goes, huh? Yeah. Oh, and I God. was like, oh no. See, that's a good question for I'm in him. deep now. <laughs> what are those? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what are those? Uh, 57% of people prepared and e-filed their own tax returns. And you know what? God bless you. Yeah. yeah. That's some strength. Because uh, I'm willing to pay whatever it takes for someone else just to do them for me. Yeah. I tell myself that every year. Then I see the price tag for it. And I'm like, no, nope, I'll do it myself. Yeah, but if they can get you a fat refund. If. So, yeah. might be something to might be something to think about. Uh, over the weekend, obviously, we uh, I think we all had family around. Uh, yesterday was Easter. The kids had a blast running around looking for their Easter baskets all morning long. So. Looking for their Easter baskets? Yeah, you yeah. look for eggs, not. Easter no, baskets. you actually hide all the things. Sounds like they do it different at Remy's house. <laughs> we do. Well, and and what's funny, kind of took me by surprise this year because uh, we did it a lot different. And I actually had a, a heavy hand in writing some of the stuff. So we'll, we'll talk about the weird Easter traditions we all have next. Remy and Casey. Do you have any weird Easter traditions? Apparently... I- Looking for Easter baskets around the house for a half an hour is weird in this room. What I was just going to say is I think that nothing seems weird if it's your tradition until someone else says, wait, what? It's amazing how we all celebrate the same holiday, but do the craziest different things in everybody's house. I was telling you guys just before we went into break about how the kids were hunting for their Easter baskets, not just eggs, because that's a separate, that's a separate thing. But we, uh, well, the Easter bunny leaves clues and the kids have to go from clue to clue to figure out where their Easter baskets are. 
That's insane. Easter Bunny never did that in my house. <laughs> so liked me a lot more. We do that at Christmas with our stockings and our grandparents would write us clues and we'd all be running around the house trying to find them. But not with Easter. Easter is one of those things that like the, the basket is just out. Just out. Yeah, you walk out there, you get your candy in it. See, growing up, we would always get a little gift on the side. It was like a movie, maybe a, a book. I wasn't reading, but, you know, a <laughs> yeah. movie most likely. Goosebumps, A little, little probably. something on the side, yeah. <laughs> uh, the last, the very last clue that they left the kids that the Easter Bunny left the kids yesterday was, it gets really hot, but it's not a fryer. It's silly jingle sounds like a choir. If the vents get clogged, it could start a fire. Happy Easter. Your baskets are in the... Dryer. Yeah. Ding. But also, are your kids going to understand that? At five years old, they're like, oh, the vent's being clogged. It's got to be the dryer. But that was for me. <laughs> 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 Do you guys have any weird traditions? We love an adult Easter egg hunt. Any way to make the holiday a little bit more fun for the grown Because the kids are going to have fun no matter what if they're running around. Yeah. Yeah. But for the grown-ups, I think that's the best. And on some sides, I'm the youngest adult. So I'm like the, the oldest one without... Or the youngest one who... The one that still doesn't have kids but still considered a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You still get to have like the fun aspect of it all. Exactly. So... Uh, especially on the gingerbread man side the last two years his parents will make an easter egg hunt just for like the big kids and I'm throwing Jack's eggs out into the fields I'm tossing them over the neighbor's (laughs) fence anything so that I can win this hunt before he does see I I really wish that like the no holds barred egg hunts were okay to still do like we lay out 23 eggs for Leo and 23 eggs for Emerson. Nah, 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 nah. When yeah, I was a yeah. kid, when I was a kid, we would go out there and it was however many you can get. It was fair game. Pushing gate. people out of the way, it doesn't matter. Did you guys have money in yours? Like my sister was putting like dollar bills and a $10 bill in an egg. I'm like, what the heck is this? Yeah, it was like pennies, I feel like. Yeah, it was like nickels and quarters and, and there was one $5 egg. But yeah. we all had to get with like, you couldn't end up with two or three of those. You had to share with everybody else. I never remember. It was like single jelly beans or like a single Starburst <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. There were dollars or and Jelly beans outside of the wrapper just like <laughs> yeah. hanging out in the egg that's out no in the yard. <laughs> Text us your weird Easter traditions. Those things that are like, people look at you funny, a little cross-eyed. 314-699-4766. Or you can also let us know on the 92.3 WIL Facebook page. Place them up. It's time for Sports with Feet on 92.3 WIL. Had the Easter holiday this weekend, but plenty of sports news to get to. The St. Louis Cardinals uh, in the middle of a, uh, a series with the Milwaukee Brewers. They wrapped that up yesterday. Ended up splitting the series, two games apiece. Uh, no big deal there. They're still first in the Central. Early part of the season, a lot of time left. But there's one thing I want to talk about in St. Louis right now, and that's the St. Louis Blues. When we were on the show Friday at Gingham's, we were talking about seven straight wins. Yeah. They picked up two more since then. No yeah. big deal. Yeah. No big deal. They got an overtime win on Saturday night. Back-to-back days with a game yesterday. They huge win yesterday. Huge win. Seven goals in the second period. The most they've ever scored in a single period in Blues history. A phenomenal, phenomenal win, and they're riding hot as ever. And I know last week we talked about like the similarities between this year, 2019, the same vibes. I think now is like the time that we start to see people come out of the woodwork. Guys like uh, Brett Hall. Glory, glory. <laughs> he drives the net. He shoots and scores. Glory. Barbashev to Cairo. He shoots. He scores. 
I think I got your number, Gloria. Bring out the Zamboni. The Blues have won nine straight games. They're on a roll. We so we've got that to look forward to coming up here soon. Yeah, I feel like this weekend was the first time this year that I really, like, everywhere I went, I heard people say, oh, my gosh, you think the Blues are really doing it again? They're doing it again. Is Brett Hull, like, the sleeping beauty of St. Louis? I think so. Like, he only wakes up whenever the Blues go to the playoffs. <laughs> they, get, they need 10 wins, and all of a sudden, Brett Hull awakens <laughs> from his sleep. I don't even know if he lives here anymore, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. on a full-time basis. Uh, but uh, he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll be around, I'm sure, for the playoff run. They did clinch a playoff spot. It's the fourth year in a row and the 45th time in team history. So you have like the original six teams that originally started Boston, Chicago. They have more wins than any other team that wasn't an original six. So uh, the Blues continuing their dominance. One other story I saw from the sports world this weekend I thought was interesting happened in Miami, in Florida. Uh, the Marlins are infamously known for being a horrible team. No fans ever show up. And some news, some pushback started kind of coming out of the press box this weekend as reporters were complaining that somebody in the press box was now charging them for soft drinks. And if you're in the media, a sports is a little different than like the country or the music side, but you go to these games, like the Rams had a spread. I mean, you yeah. get like brisket and potatoes and it's all free. Yeah. And the Cardinals, it's more hot dogs. I mean, it's a daily thing. So they were being charged for soft drinks, three bucks a piece. They didn't like it. And a weird thing, it was cash only, which like most ballparks are not accepting cash at all anymore. <laughs> right. So yeah. none of this makes sense. They start bashing the team and they're like, oh, if you guys would get any good players, people would come and you wouldn't have to charge us. Yeah. And then they found out it was actually a rogue worker who was charging people three bucks a pop and he was pocketing everything. Wait a second. So there's just like some random PA or something that's, that's charging everyone, charging people for Dr. Soda Peppers and paying for what? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> some creativity. That's unbelievable. People will do anything to get a little extra change, but that's the latest in sports. Also, I just looked it up and Brett Hall currently living Nashville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. He, he finds himself in the airport suddenly after game 10 of a, right. after the streak of 10 or whatever. Well, I guess we got to pack it up, head back to the loop. <laughs> Glory. Oh, you guys moved on to a different song? Oh, oh there is no song. Okay. Uh, thank you, Meet for Sports. Absolutely. I had a lot of time, or you had a lot of time with your five-year-old nephew over the weekend for Easter. It's an understatement. And all morning, you've been talking about the one thing that he does that immediately triggers you. We'll talk about it next. Thirty-six hours is all it took with a five-year-old, and I decided I'm not having kids. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thirty-six hours. My own blood. My own family. Uh, my nephew, my family came into town this weekend and uh, spent the Easter weekend with us. And I've I've been around kids my whole life. Like my other two nieces and nephews. I've got a nephew here. All 14, 15. I've been around him for a long time. But for some reason, this weekend, it all caught up. And I, Remy, I'm going to be honest. God bless you and your wife, because I don't know how you do it. <laughs> Children are awful. And I love yeah. my niece and my nephews. <laughs> But children at a certain age are just a lot. Uh, that's yeah. that's an understatement. So we went shopping in Main Street, St. Charles, and, you know, it's all these little boutiques and things like that, and we're walking through all of them. And he's got all this energy in the world running through, and he wants to touch things, and you're like, hey, don't, don't touch anything. Stop mm, it. Yeah. And that's when I about lost everything because he stopped and looked at me and gave me, like, the little side eye and slowly reached his finger out to touch something oh. yeah. just to be like how dare you yeah. I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want and that, I realized at that point it, it was everything it took to not just 
grab him, like, get the hell out of here. Reminds me of that moment in Finding Nemo when Nemo goes up to touch the boat and he's he looks at his daddy and he's like, slaps the bottom <laughs> of the boat and then comes back. That's the exact moment. What is that for you? Because I feel like every parent has that one thing. I mean, I experienced it within like 12 hours. Every parent has that thing where they're like, What are your kids doing, oh, Remy? That's going to enrage you. Yeah, there's a list. Um, but I would say the number one thing for me would be, especially with devices, because they're so glued to their screens. Yeah. If you say, Hey, time for bath, or we're about ready to take a shower, let's start putting devices away. Silence. Just like they're not paying attention. They don't know what you're saying. That's something that triggers me. But I think even worse than that is when they've got trash out. Like they've opened a wrapper of, I don't know, we go to McDonald's and they get apples from McDonald's in the bag. The bag is trash, right? <laughs> yeah. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But it's it remains on the table even though they are not there anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like trash, candy wrappers, things like right. that that you just find in the couch cushions or things like that. I mean, I know the, I did this all as a kid, but it's just... No, you didn't. There is no question. This is trash. Throw it away. <laughs> yeah. Your kids are probably a little young, especially Leo, I would assume, for like the the smart comments back and the mouthiness. They they not hit that stage? He's starting to get there. Emerson, she's, she's definitely got her own little her own little manipulation tactics. Oh, once they hit kindergarten, once they start really socialization, uh, socializing, yeah. I think all bets are off. I feel like so, not emasculated, but just like uh, I was exposed at times by this five-year-old child because they would say something that just hit you to the core. And you're like, God, where did that come from? For real? They point out all of your insecurities and flaws and they think nothing of it. How did you know? (laughs) I'll say this. The solution here is what you witnessed over the weekend was you're living your own lifestyle, right? And there's the lifestyle of children. There has, you, you never made a transition. I once had someone tell me that when you get pregnant for the first time, you have nine months to prepare. It's not like it happens overnight. It happened overnight for you this <laughs> overnight. weekend, right? Overnight. So everything is like this slow transition. So uh, there's a lot that can happen in five years, yeah, for sure. You hear about like the the wonderful stories of parenthood. You know, oh, he's so cute. It was so great when they took their first steps. But I feel like people forget to talk about the ugly side. Of oh, now. yeah. Yeah. What is that thing that absolutely enrages you when your kids do it? Let us know. 314-699-4766. We also just posted up a video. You can see what uh, Casey did to upset her parents as a kid. <laughs> Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Who is the richest Midwestern country artist? That's the question. I saw an article posted over the weekend about, you know, the richest country artist from every state. And, of course, they completely skipped almost all of the Midwestern states and they Why? only hit things like California and of course obviously like Florida would be Florida Georgia line yeah Georgia's Trish Yearwood Oklahoma is Garth Brooks Girth. Pennsylvania is Taylor Swift Texas is George Tennessee is Dolly uh-huh that's easy all yeah. that stuff you know but then I'm like well what about us so I started doing some research on my own Indiana, their richest and probably biggest country artist, living, not dead. We're not saying, we're not talking about how Porter Wagner is from Missouri. We're not doing that. The alive ones. Indiana, Karen Fairchild of Little Big Town. Okay. Her, well, yeah. her network is net worth is about like 30. Wow. 30 oh, mil. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, right? When you charge 500 bucks to play with George Strait, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ohio, any guesses? 
Ohio. I can't even think off the top I, um, of my head. Chase Rice. Um, no. I know he had the connections. To However, the you, you had brought up uh, Joe Don Rooney, but technically Rascal Flats was formed in Ohio. I'm pretty sure that's where Jay DeMarcus and Gary LaVox are from. Really? So they tech, they count as Ohio and they're 180 million. That's why he, that's where he got that high voice, all those roller coasters and uh, Cedar Point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kansas is Martina McBride. She's at about 45 million. She's about the only one, really. Also, uh, Sarah Evans is from Missouri. I always forget about her. However, yeah, she's even got that song that's like, where they know me, where they show me, back in Missouri. Mm, I don't, yeah. uh, Sarah, you know, whatever. Suds in the bucket. The suds in the bucket, and that's about it. <laughs> but who else in Missouri? Who do you think is the biggest, quote, country artist from Missouri? I have no idea. All I can think about is Gretchen Wilson, but I know that's, that's Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, Eldridge is Illinois. Cheryl Crow. Oh, oh she I technically counts her. as a country artist. Yeah. So I was thinking like current Chris Jansen. Um, and something I didn't know about Cheryl Crow was that you know she was raised way like Southern Missouri, almost by Memphis. But whenever she grew up, she became a music school teacher, elementary school mm -hmm. in Fenton. Oh, that's and cool. She was hanging out here in Fenton before she started her music career. Did you did you have Cheryl Crow as a teacher at one point? Please give us a call. Yeah, let us know because that's pretty cool. Also for Illinois, I know you keep saying Gretchen Wilson. It's not. It's Allison Krauss. Oh, Allison Krauss. Yeah. That's you forget a... that even though she only has like so much of her own performing career uh -huh. as a singer, she's this renowned fiddle player. Yeah. And I think that's where her money really She's comes on from. A lot of songs. That's for sure. Yeah. So I thought that was were some little fun facts. Interesting. Got to represent the Midwest somehow. Um, maybe I'll post a TikTok kind of explaining all of these even further. But you can follow us on all the socials at 923WIL. Thank you, Casey. Hey, the next time you want to throw a birthday party for someone at work, you better get written consent. I didn't even know this was a thing. We're going to talk about it next with your unprofessional news on 923WIL. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. I wanted to say thank you guys for an awesome birthday on Friday night. You're you so welcome. welcome. We did Twisted Ranch for dinner, Peter Pan pop-up bar, which was Ooh. interesting. Might have to get into that a little bit later. And of course, karaoke at Carson's to finish out the night. It was a, it was a lot of fun. I consented to the, I consented to it though, right? Like I said, I would like to have a big birthday this year. Yeah, you were all about it. And then I think Casey, you and our promotions director, Jesse, kind of we took the We put our party pants on yes. and we said, all right, we're hitting the town. I Save had, the date. I had no idea that you could literally get sued if you throw a party for someone that doesn't want it. It's oh, a real yeah. thing. Back in 2019, a man in Kentucky named Kevin Burling asked his then employer not to celebrate his birthday because he has an anxiety disorder and it would trigger a panic attack. The company ignored him, threw him a party anyway. He had a panic attack, oh left over lunch, and the higher-ups confronted him about his reaction. He had another panic attack. <laughs> and a few days later, they fired him. <laughs> like, what? How do you get fired on your birthday? Like, he basically said, this is what will happen. That happened. And then they fired him. So he sued him, of course. Good for him. Jury awarded him $450,000. Oh $150,000 for lost pay and $300,000 for emotional distress, deciding that he suffered an adverse employment action because of his anxiety disability. 
Yeah, that's that's very interesting because you know there's got to be more happening beyond what we know and what we can see through the headlines. Yeah. However, essentially that is why you could just have to listen to people sometimes because you never know what the outcome might be if you just do something anyway. That guy has a get out of anything card. Like seriously, you can get out oh, of yeah. anything with that yeah. kind of excuse. Well, I just a feel work like event, if, party, whatever. Like if I told you guys I just don't want to celebrate my birthday, I don't want to talk about it in the air. That's just what would happen. You know what I mean? But yeah. they just went ahead and did it anyway, which is interesting. But hey, half a million dollar birthday present a couple years later isn't right. bad, right? Now he can use that to support his anxiety. Yeah. Uh, you know how when you're a kid and you want to be a doctor for no other reason than you want to wear a stethoscope and you know the idea of saving people's lives is kind of fun? I always wanted to do like the the heart pump things, like Claire. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. Uh, not really giving giving it much thought as to all the wild things that nurses and doctors see on a daily basis. Right. For instance, man waddles into ER and says to the nurse that he's got something stuck in his butt. Ooh. The object was up there for Ooh. two days before seeking medical attention. Doctors requested an x-ray of his abdomen, and the man was also reportedly hesitant to unveil what was up there. Turns out, it was a four-pound dumbbell. Oh, a <laughs> dumbbell? Two days? <laughs> yes. How? How? Uh, well, I don't need to know how. <laughs> this is why you always use a spotter at the gym. This is why. <laughs> right here. Safety first. Or coconut oil before you're going to get crazy like that. Wow. wow. There's a lot of stuff going on in the studio right now. Please prepare yourself. Wow. That's 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 why I would never want to be a doctor. Because someone comes in like this and is like, I have a dumbbell in my butt. Can you get it out? They had to manually extract this thing. Or if they're like, there, I, there's something up there. Don't know what. Maybe you can find it. How did that And the doctor is like, there? oh, you just don't know? You don't know what that is? <laughs> yeah. Dude, people are crazy out there. Squeeze out people one more are, rip. Uh, yeah. Ew. Uh. <laughs> Your unprofessional news is powered by Red Stafford. There's always something going on. More at 923WIL.com. No worries. I didn't post any graphic photos anywhere. Thank so. goodness, because after what you posted Friday. I do have to get in a workout uh, sometime today. We'll reenact this. All right, we've got our contestants for Remy versus Casey, Brian in Troy, Missouri, and Peter in Columbia, Illinois. Peter, you were on the phone first, so who do you think is going to win today, Remy or Casey? Uh, I'm going to go with Remy. Hey, Colombians unite. What up? All right, Brian. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. On Friday, Casey got the win to narrow things up a bit. It is now 6-4 this month. Remy still got the lead. And on Friday, there was some speculation about possible cheating. Speculation? I witnessed it. I've been blamed for trying to throw Remy versus Casey with unfair games. Games that favor one person over another. I was simply using my resources in the room. I have a computer here that I will use Mm. as a resource today. Notice how I closed (laughs) mine so there was no more speculation. (laughs) That's good. I don't want any more issues with anything today. So we're just kind of going back to the original fair games. Okay. Basics categories today. Jeez. That's been very back and forth for both of you lately. (laughs) Remy's going to start in the hallway with that. Casey will start first. They're going to get 10 seconds. I'll give them a category. It's simple. They have to name as many things as they can in that category in the 10 seconds. Casey, you've got 10 seconds on the clock. We're just off the Easter holiday. 
First category is things that you would find in an Easter basket. Go. Cadbury cream eggs, peeps, marshmallows, Jolly Ranchers, jelly beans, cash money, gift cards, movies. Okay. All right. Good start. Casey in category number one. Here's category two. Things that you would grill. Go. Chicken, beef, uh, pizza rolls, asparagus, pizzas. Come on. Grill pizza rolls? Do I grill? No. Pizza rolls? Actually, yeah, that's about the only thing I'll put on the grill. But tell you what, they're better that way. Seriously. Yeah. Take that with you for the rest of your week. Kind of interested. We usually do the air fryer, but the grill's going to work, I'm sure. Uh, Last thing, Casey, 10 seconds. Ugly things that people have in their yards. Go. Gnomes, the blow up things, your grass is overgrown, um, your kids, um, all your kids' toys. Uh, weeds. All right. Good job. Good job. Remy's on his way in. You actually got a lot more than I thought you would in that category. Uh, kind of a random category. I don't know. It's still tough. Ugh. All right, Remy. No pressure. Heart's racing right now. It should be. Look at this lead you've given up. You're like, I wasn't going to back down <laughs> at all. I will not give this month away. Here we go. <laughs> Casey cheated. Okay. <laughs> 10 seconds, Remy. Category number one. Things that you would find in an Easter basket. Go. Eggs, uh, the grass, chocolate, uh, you'd find candies, jelly beans. Uh, All right. Awful. I get, I get into a, a rut when I should just say like Hershey's Kisses, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, yeah. Snickers. Start Instead, I say them. chocolate. Casey Idiot. one time was like, grape Fanta, orange Fanta, yellow Fanta. <laughs> like it worked. Or Fanta, sorry. Fanta, Fanta. Okay. All right. Uh, category number one, Casey had eight. Remy at five. Category number two, Remy. It is things you would grill. Go. Uh, Steak, brisket, burgers, chicken, shish kebabs, vegetables, fried rice. What are you guys grilling? She said pizza rolls. You said fried rice. How do you grill fried rice or pizza rolls? Blackstone, boy. Is that a grill? grill? (laughs) It's a grill. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, all right, so Casey had a three-point lead after the first round. Second round, Remy closing things up a little bit. Casey had five. Remy had seven. So right now, 13 to 12, Casey with a one-point lead. Final category for Remy. Ten seconds. Remy, it's ugly things that people have in their yards. Go. Lawn gnomes, those bowling ball things, fountains, uh, mulch instead of rock. Uh, weird uh, inflatable decorations. Count it. Last one counts. In time. How did we do? Remy. I can never feel confident with five or six. I can never just, you never, <laughs> can't. Yeah. Coming into the final round, it was 13 to 12. Casey had a one point lead. Casey. Uh, actually, Remy had a total of five in round number three for a total of 17. Casey, did you get enough? You needed at least four. What did she get? She got six. Casey. 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 Fair and square on a Monday. Brian, what's up? 
I want to hear your answers. That's what I want to hear because, you know, those You'd can be fudged. The, the, the only one that threw me was the pizza rolls on the grill. but Which is fast. But I got fried we'll rice. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, Brian, you're our big winner today. Do you want to go to the Cardinals puffy vest night or do you want to Brad Paisley tickets? Your choice. Brad Paisley tickets. All right. Peter, you're going to puffy vest night. So we get you those tickets. That's on the 29th, That's, by the way. Yes. It's on the 29th. Always good when you get a little something at the Cardinals game. Heck yeah. Just yeah. for going, I feel like. You can do what the cool uh, people yeah, do. That's, go a, sell that's it on awesome. Facebook. Yes. <laughs> I once sold something on eBay when I was sitting in the seats. That's funny. Stop it. Just as a, an experiment. And I think I got like seven bucks for it. It was awful. <laughs> it's when you get them for Christmas gifts. That's the worst. Oh, yeah. Damn pretty great. Remy and Casey. Where is that place? in St. Louis that you've never been to, that immediately when you say you've never been to it, people are like, <gasps> oh, oh my God. How have you never been there? Happened to me last week. Meet and I's first date. Mm-hmm. We sit down at the Fox to see Hamilton and Meet goes, oh, it's pretty nice in here. I've never been to the Fox before. <laughs> <laughs> well, He's like, it's a lot more ornate than I thought it'd be. It was beautiful. If you're not from the area, and especially if you're not a person that's into musicals, I don't really know why you would have ever been to the Fox. I, I had that same thought, but there's there's concerts there's there concerts all the time. All the time, yeah. Like Darius plays there almost every time he comes to town. Yeah. And I always think to myself, I'm gonna go, but I never do. But I also live in St. Charles. That's I have to cross a river to get here. <laughs> Like a I, river. That, a whole river. <laughs> I have to hit like a bridge. That is, that's a whole nother country over there. Well, it got me down this path of what are those places in St. Louis or the area that you've not been? You've lived here maybe your entire life or several years and you just have not gotten to that place. And I know this is a topic that people talk about all the time, but I really wanted to take it a step further. And instead of just talking about the places that we haven't gone, actually take it upon ourselves to go there. So. All right. Where so I know the one place you haven't been. It's pretty embarrassing. I'm not gonna lie, and I don't know how many people would be both with me on this one, but uh, I've never been to the Arch. I've been there. I've been on the grounds. Obviously, there's like Fair St. Louis concerts and things like that that I've been to there, but I've never been up inside the Arch to go to the top. Have you been at the museum in the bottom? No. Oh, Ever okay. since it was renovated, I haven't. I haven't been through all the museum part of that or anything. It's very nice. I and. I think what you're going to think about downtown. I think they did a really great job with the everything to do with the arch. Oh yeah, it's it's beautiful down it's there. Very we were down nice. there when they were renovating it, and I, I've never been up in it either. But yeah, everything it's it's gorgeous down there. I, neither everything. of you have been up in it. No. Okay, then I'm I guess not from we're gonna, here. <laughs> still, it's I have like an a, excuse. It's like a very touristy thing. Like I'm almost more surprised when people who are transplants say they've never been in the arch than people who actually live here because I think it's easy to live here your whole life and go, oh, we'll get to it someday. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. some weekend. And then when that weekend comes, you're not thinking about the arch. Our sixth grade trip was even to St. Louis. We went to the uh, Science Center. We went to the McDonald's when it was on the river. And we went yep. to the art museum, but we did not go to the arch, yeah. which is pretty interesting. Is there anywhere like that other than the arch for you, Meet, and the Fox now? Yeah, uh, I got a lot of like like St. Louis legendary landmarks that I just haven't been able to check out yet. Uh, like Pops, uh, Diamond Cabaret, Larry Flint's, <laughs> um, the strip clubs, Pops, Pops, yeah, Pops is it's legendary. <laughs> These are the places that you need to, that are on your list. Yes, well, I mean that's not uh, Miss Kitties, uh, <laughs> Oz Nightclub. <laughs> 
Like these are historic. Have you landmarks. been to Patricia's? Is, is is that on the list? I, uh, I I haven't yet. I know King Scott over next door works oh, there every now and guys. then. So. All those guys are over there. Yeah, I haven't been there yet, but soon. So soon. now, Remy, your idea of oh, we should go to these places that we've never been. We should go together. Take your would pick, you like? Remy. Would you like to escort me down to the Hustlers Club? I mean, if we're all going together, mine is might have to. Team effort. Point. Yeah. Whose birthday's next? All I know is that there's video assignments coming with each one of these, so we'll get to that. Uh, it's Kane Brown now. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Every year, there's always a big push for Halloween candy. You got to check it for your kids. Got to check your Halloween candy. You're going out from door to door. You got to check the candy, right? You're putting drugs in it. Needles. They're Razor giving away boys. heroin in your kids' Reese's. <laughs> there's... <laughs> So you got to check it, right? For Halloween especially, you're getting a lot of you're getting a lot of candy from strangers essentially. But never have I heard about Easter candy. More importantly, the eggs. Someone who was dressed up as the Easter bunny handed out a, a plastic eggs outside an elementary school in Austin last Thursday. But instead of candies, some of the eggs contained unopened condoms. <laughs> hey, at least they were unopened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It ended up being a parent and school officials told them to leave. But of course, there's two sides to every story, right? Oh, no. Sounds like the whole thing might have been an accident. Someone else with kids, someone else with kids who uh, went on Twitter explained that it happened because the parent in the Easter Bunny costume works as a pharmacist and had done an Easter themed safe sex clinic earlier in that day. Mm. She was still in costume, got mobbed by a bunch of elementary school kids while she was there, ran out of eggs, told her husband, hey, get the eggs that I have in the kitchen that she had, like, just stored. He brought those. Oh, no. And they were from oh. the safe sex clinic. So oh, no. Giving out a bunch of Elementary eggs. school yes. kids. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's oh like one gosh. thing if it was, like, a high school, but for, like, fourth graders. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Like arm sleeve. <laughs> oh. Balloons. Let's go. Uh, next story. Back in junior high, I'll never forget it. One of my buddies got his hands on a laser pointer. Oh, God. And oh, did we have fun. So much fun. They became super popular. And it wasn't until college when I saw a teacher whip one out and point things out on the t- on the uh, screen the screen that I realized, oh, that's what that's for. <laughs> no idea what it was for. <laughs> I thought it was just for tormenting cats and neighbors. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's no idea. Sounds well, like something you would do. Yeah. There's a man in the UK that was messing around with a laser pointer that he had purchased. And he thought it'd be funny to point it at a helicopter that was flying above. Mm, gotta know better than that. Well, the crew noticed the light beam and they were distracted enough that they flagged the home it was coming from. Some officers went to investigate and the guy admitted, yes, it was me. I flashed a laser pointer, but claimed he didn't know it was dangerous or a crime. Oh, yeah, of course. And then they noticed something else, drug paraphernalia. Oh! They returned uh, with a warrant. While we're here, let's just scoop this up. They returned with a warrant. They discovered cannabis, cocaine, MDMA, oh, funny how and scales. Evidence the man was a dealer, not just a user. So they busted a drug dealer who was shining a laser pointer at a police helicopter. Literally led them right to his house. We Can't love a that. criminal without a brain. What's Gosh. the penalty for doing that with a laser pointer? Do you know? Like, it's a lot. I think uh, I, th- I think they said two or three years or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. But that happens so- at, around airports all the time. Yeah. You know, airline pilots will... will will uh, notify the uh, FAA about that a lot. It's crazy. 
just you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna have a laser pointer, just point at a screen or a presentation or something for your cats or your cats. Yeah, your unprofessional news is powered by Reds Tavern. There's always something going on at Reds. You can find more at 923wil.com. Remy and Casey. Guys, this year's birthday celebration was unlike any birthday celebration I have ever had in my life. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, thank you for that. Is that a good thing? Uh, yeah, it's a good thing. We started the night off on Friday at Twisted Ranch, which is always a good time. Twisted good food. Ranch in Soulard. If you've never been, call to make a reservation first. Yeah. But definitely check it out. We tried so many different ranches. I feel like that's the that's the fun part. You get the big the big ranch. It's like on Sampler. a sampler. It's not a lazy fries. It's a lazy Susie. You just kind of spin it and whatever you know you land on, you try it out. It was pretty good. And then we ended up all of this was a mystery to me. You didn't want to tell me where it was. Yeah, it was a surprise party. So the second stop of the night, we entered a closed bar and you walk in and it's Peter Pan themed. Everything was Neverland, right? And I was like, okay, I get it. I'm a Disney fan. So magical. I'm a Disney fan. Uh, We sat down. There's pirates. There's, you know, it's it's themed out. It's one of those pop-up bars. Really, really cool. And then it got weird. It got weird from the (laughs) get-go. We're in the lobby and a little tiny guy in green tights comes out and he's like, hi guys, welcome to Neverland. And we're like, oh yeah, this is right up Remy's alley. Are you my Shut lost, your mouth. My lost boys, my lost boys are here. And I think, Casey, when you guys booked this, you thought it was just going to be like, oh, cool themed drinks. Yeah, we just thought we were going to a bar. That's it. It was a whole theatrical performance, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we participated in games, and Hook was dirty. Really dirty. dirty. Hook comes out, and he's got all these, like, puns, super dirty puns. He's going to put his hook in certain places. Yeah. Ugh. Whoa. It got weird. The uh, The drinks were great. But then we ended up with, uh, we ended up at karaoke at Carson's in Sular, which I feel like is a classic spot for karaoke. And we had so much fun. And the people that don't, no Remy at karaoke. Like, if you don't know, you don't know. But you're going to love it. <laughs> I did a duet with your boyfriend, which was weird. Yeah, you did. <laughs> the Rockford, I'm singing. <laughs> oh, that's not my go-to. My go-to is uh, Enrique Iglesias' hero. That's... Which you also did. I can this is me. No, it's yeah. not, Remy. <laughs> Spot on. Uh, and I, I just feel like it's a good, because everybody always does upbeat songs at karaoke, and this, it's kind of a good slow jam that everybody can still sing to, you know what I mean? Yeah, everyone knows it. Even if yeah. you don't think you're familiar with it, you get it once the chorus comes around. And I told everyone, like, listen, really listen when Remy sings the words. <laughs> Because he changes them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also had my own dirty moments, I guess, on stage because oh, yeah. I changed those words. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. I wanted to say thank you for all of that, Casey and Meet and our promotions director, Jesse. If you missed the highlights, they're on a video on our Instagram page. I think I should post it to Facebook too. I'll post it to Facebook right yeah. now. So even though you weren't there, you can feel like you were. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to sue you guys like that guy did at work. <laughs> we're taking you to a. No to more Neverland. Peter Pan parties. <laughs> It's Remy and Casey's Salute to Freedom, powered by RNR Tire Express. 
$20 down gets you four new tires at rnrmidwest.com. We got a twofer today. We want to salute Sue Leonard and Craig Leonard of Edwardsville. Both parents retired U.S. Army and collectively served 51 years from 1986 to 2014, stationed at Camp Lincoln in Springfield, Illinois. They continue to support military as active volunteers for the Gold Star Mission, a nonprofit organization that helps families by preserving the memory of fallen heroes. And they were both nominated uh, by their, I believe, son or daughter. So that's pretty cool. That's cool. It's in the family business. Well, Sue and Craig are going to get T-shirts and $25 gift cards to B-Dubs. All Missouri B-Dubs locations will be showing appreciation for their community workers by bringing the organization lunch on Wednesdays. And they wanted to hear Speechless by Dan and Shay. Become a salute to Freedom Recruit at 923WIL.com. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 923WIL. Earlier this morning, we talked about our Easter traditions. As you know, it was Easter weekend and the little, you know, funny things that you do since you were a kid or now that you're grown up and. We posted about it on Facebook, by the way. You can check it out there at 923WIL. It got me thinking about what our other artists, our country artists, do around Easter and their feelings about it. And we just talked to Jordan Davis last week, and here's what he said about his Easter memories. We would always have the Easter egg hunt before church. You know, my mom, she would dress us in these ridiculous pastel colored, gosh. Yep. Good Lord, I'm, I'm sorry for saying this, but the worst part about Easter for me is some of the photos that I have of what my mom dressed us in. Like, it was... It was hideous. But yeah, you know, that was it growing up. We would have our Easter egg hunt. And I think, you know, for me early on, and probably like a lot of kids, you know, Easter was just another Sunday where it was just a very mini, mini Christmas. You know, we would get some candy. Every once in a while we'd get a present, something we wanted. You know, we'd go to church and everybody looked great. And it was like they're, you know, the day to wear the new dress or the guys had these crazy ties on or something like that. Um, And it really wasn't until... I think I was able to kind of hit my high school years and kind of start to strengthen my faith that I realized how special that holiday was. But whenever he talked about wearing crazy pastels and the things your mom would dress you up in when you were growing up, I just couldn't help but think of Remy. Oh my gosh. Our child model <laughs> with a little Easter basket and the little bunny. Oh, so cute. JD and I are the same in this regard. So my mom actually dressed my brother and I up in matching pastel shirts and polos How for, adorable. for school Just one, one day. polo or double polos? It was one polo. <laughs> but we, we would walk to school. And so we're walking up on the playground and I am just getting made fun of all day long. Not only for matching, but the, uh, the obnoxious pastel colors that I was wearing. I my mom funny. loved to dress us up in stupid clothes. Well, you know who else <laughs> loves to dress up for Easter? Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton surprised his whole family in a pink bunny costume adjacent to the one on A Christmas Story. Oh, it's so good. Very yeah. similar, yeah. And I posted that video to our Instagram and our Facebook page. Follow us at 92.3 WIL so you never miss anything within the country world. Remy and Casey. One of our latest games in Remy versus Casey has been a spelling bee game, and it's awful. You love it. It is the worst. But it's like, it's one of those things that's, you don't realize it's hard until you're doing it yourself, which is why we took it to our mini mic trivia game. And we went out to opening day and we asked you to spell some St. Louis-y things. Can you spell DeYoung like Paul DeYoung? D-E-J-O-N-G. Okay, can you spell Lars Newbar? Give it a shot. Uh, N-E... 
No. W B A R T. Close. N O O T B A R. It's close. It's, it's close. Closer. It sounds like us. It really does. Yeah. Spell Gallegos. Oh, wow. G U Y. Go check out the. Uh, you go to, We've got it on TikTok. We've got it on Instagram, on Facebook as well. You can check out our mini mic trivia. More to come with that because there is actually a question that Casey asked a couple. What street are we standing on now? Cardinals fans had no idea. Had no clue. A go check it out. Disappointment. <laughs> Zach Brown Band, 92.3 WIL, New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out today. We had a jam-packed show, including all the weird things that apparently I'm doing at the house for Easter. Uh, I don't think they're that weird. I don't think clues to find an Easter basket are weird, but uh, apparently they are. Should not be hiding Easter baskets, man. <laughs> I think it's fun. I think it adds a little extra element of excitement for the kids. And for you, since you're up till 11 p.m. writing the clues and hiding the baskets. I don't know what you're talking about, Casey. That's the Easter Bunny. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, You had some interesting stuff in Casey Covers Country today. Yeah, so we talked about what the stars of, or the country artists did for Easter weekend and how Blake Shelton ended up in a bunny suit and also the richest country artists from the Midwest. If you missed it, just catch it on the podcast. Had a lot of other great stuff and unprofessional lo- news. We learned about spotting at the gym and how important that is. Uh, make sure you keep track of all the dumbbells out there. <laughs> and also, if you're handing out eggs to little kids, make sure you check inside those first. Check yeah. that out all out on the podcast, 923WIL.com. All right. Uh, I think that's a wrap for today. We will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. See ya. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music, and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're gonna pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.